What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, Fox Fox Movies All Star Wars Podcast, where we are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. I am your host, Jake Berlin, aka Qui Gon Jake. Almost forgot my name there for a second. Um, and I am joined today <laughs> by the regulars on the show. We have Mr. Jacob Barley, Obi Wan Jacoby, and Mr. Brian Adlacino, the Grand Admiral Sino himself. How is everyone doing today? Not too bad. Hello there, everyone. <laughs> He's doing a little princess yeah. wave. Oh, is he? Um, I have no idea. What all right, so like. yes. uh, if you guys have been following us, um, <laughs> we've been doing a little bit of a ranking series on the show where we've been covering our favorite moments of the Skywalker saga. Uh, we went through the original trilogy, we did the prequels, and we finished it off with the sequel trilogy last week. Um, it'll all come together in a consensus list that we're going to be revealing next week, and that is because of the topic today. We had some... Very interesting news come out this week. Uh, nothing has been officially confirmed yet. It's what's. It's not. I wouldn't classify it as a rumor. I would classify it as an unconfirmed report at the moment. Um, that none other than the fan favorite animated character of Ahsoka Tano will be making her live action debut in the Mandalorian season two. Obviously, a giant Star Wars scoop, and that is uh, via and thanks to Slash Film and Peter. Scaretta, I want to say his name is. Um, he is the head editor and creator over there. Um, said he's been working on this for the last month. Um, and he was able to reveal that in a time when we needed something like this. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to be taking the time yes. today to talk about it and kind of dive into a whole realm of questions and topics about this actually happening. Um, and before we do that, uh, let's just kind of go around the room a little bit. How's everybody doing? Brian, start with you, man. How you doing, man? Doing good. Glad we have actually something to talk about in yeah. one of our shows because there's literally no no huh. news of anything. So something as big as this is uh, pretty 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 nice <laughs> to have something to talk very, about. Very very true. What about you, Jacob? I'm doing as good as I can be. You know, it's a crazy world right now, so. Just trying to take it one day at a time and stay positive. But I'm with Brian that this is fantastic to hear, even if it's just a strong rumor at this point. And I, I did hear that it's confirmed that Rosario Dawson is in season yes. two, but not who she's playing. That's yes. correct, right? Okay, so I'm just glad. And you know how they recently announced that. all those NFL signings? I wish Hollywood would just right now just announce a whole bunch of future movies and actors confirmed to play roles. That would be so cool for just us. Just to give us a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. No, exactly. Something to talk about, you know. Giving us hope. Giving <laughs> there us you hope. go. Giving us hope. That's a good call. Yes. That's a good call. Um, all right. So as I mentioned, uh, we're going to be doing, um, you know, we have about five or six kind of topics slash discussions slash questions based around the topic of Ahsoka possibly making her live action debut. And that just plain and simple starts with our reaction and just a little bit of discussion about us hearing the news for the first time. Obviously, um, I had was scrolling through Twitter last week and I was um, just scrolling and I noticed uh, Peter's Twitter because I follow him. He's one of the guys that I look for for a lot of stuff. And he was talking to... Um, the Resistance broadcast, one of the podcasts that I follow for Star Wars, and he said, or no, excuse me, it wasn't the Resistance, it was Star Wars Explained. Mm. He was talking to Star Wars Explained and Molly Damon, and he was said, he, they were talking, you know, obviously about things going on in the world, and he replied and said, wouldn't it be a great time for a very good Star Wars scoop, dot, dot, dot. And then he <laughs> later tweeted on and said, I just published an article, uh, should be approved and up soon. And I was like, oh my God, like what the hell is going on? And it never <laughs> crossed my mind that this would have been uh, Ahsoka. Never. And so I was constantly just refreshing the feed. I didn't constantly. see you just hitting it. And it all of a sudden popped up and I jumped out of my chair at work. Like I had no idea what to do with myself. And then I obviously posted it to you guys. And Jacob, classic Jake goes, is that real? Is that real? Um, <laughs> and so I, I was like, are you, you're effing right it is. And I retweeted almost every article that included Ahsoka he, that day. He literally did. And I was like losing it. So um, obviously I'm excited because Ahsoka is a top three character for me in Star Wars in general. She is, you know, she, in a lot of ways she is exactly what we are for, uh, what us fans are uh, to Star Wars. We kind of see Star Wars through her eyes a lot of the time. Um, and so it, I reacted away genuinely and uh, back before the sequel trilogy happened and how most Star Wars fans probably would when times were happy for us. Uh, but I'm very interested to see how you guys reacted because it was all over phone, 
obviously we had a little bit of a dialogue back and forth, but um, I didn't really get to see your guys' initial reactions when you saw the articles. Jacob, why don't you start first, man? What was what was like the the first flood of you know feeling that kind of went through you as you read the article? I was pretty shocked, to be honest, that even if it's true that that they're going to introduce her in live action form in the Mandalorian, that it won't be something I don't. The Mandalorian is pretty big right now. It's probably the most. It is definitely is the most positive thing going on in Star Wars at the moment, and I guess that's a good place to introduce her to some people and definitely debut her live action appearance. So I'm I'm not over the moon excited, but I'm very excited, and I'll tell you why because I here's the thing I I love the character as well. (laughs) He's giving. I love the character. He's giving you the shame as well. From, uh, shame, shame, <laughs> uh, shame. And I, I want to see her so bad, especially the type of stories you can tell with what's left unknown right now in the Star Wars canon. But I just, I don't know. Part of me, not that I want Ashley Eckstein to play her, and we're going to talk about that later. But I just don't see Ahsoka. <laughs> I don't see Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. I don't know why. I agree with you. That's the thing with me. And I love Rosario Dawson. I really do. I love her in everything I've seen her in. I, she, If you guys haven't seen Top 5, that is my favorite role of her. She's amazing in that. But also, she's in the, the Daredevil show, that Netflix Marvel Universe. Great in that. She's been in tons of things. Clerks, too. I love her. And anything that she's going to do, I'm going to be a fan of. But... For me, she has such a strong, like, when you see her and you hear her talk, you know that's her, right? And you know, hey, that's Rosario Dawson. But Ahsoka, you also, as Ahsoka as a character, when you hear Ahsoka talk, you know that's Ahsoka. So combining those two is going to be hard for me. But regardless of that, I don't care who's playing her. I'm so excited to see the character in live action. And I hope it means and translates to some lightsabers in Mandalorian season two. I mean, there was that, that comment by Giancarlo Esposito a few weeks ago where he was talking about the, the, the dark saber and how there's a lot of stuff going on in season two. He said, there's a lot of stuff going on. And what if it is a Giancarlo Esposito, dark saber wielder versus an Ahsoka Tano? (laughs) Holy Uh, crap. This is just, yeah, just forming. So this is, this is, I'll say this for our conversation. Later. I mean, Ahsoka wins I, that yeah, fight I'll all day. I'll save this conversation for later. Brian, what is what was your initial reaction when I posted that or when you firstly saw it? That it was BS. Oh, like, you thought it was fake right away. I, I, well, we've been hearing for a long time, like, this character's coming. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Rosario, Rosario Dawson wanting to play her and then people were saying she's playing her and then nothing came from it and stuff like that. I, I almost still like don't believe it until I see it or like I'm with you in that part. Yeah. I think for me it's almost more of like I don't want to get my hopes up I guess of seeing this character but I do also agree with Jacob. I don't. I I don't see Rosario da- Rosario Dawson as her. I think personally, I've become attached to Ashley Eckstein, and like, she is Ahsoka. Like she literally is it in real life and outside. Like that is her. So. I'm almost kind of like, I almost feel like I'm taking on like feelings as far as like, if I was her, how disappointed would I be that like, I don't get to play that character live after decades of playing this character. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to talk about that more in depth, right? Yes. Pretty, yeah. Coming so, up yes. pretty soon. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you guys. Um, that that makes sense, and we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk about the, the Ashley Eckstein and Rosario Dawson things first. But let's before we get to that, um, the biggest thing that we can talk about is just her um, transformation into live action. Obviously, she's not a human, right? Um, there's an easy way around it 
with you know body paint and putting a headpiece on her or digitizing a headpiece on her uh, for the actress um, because of technology. And obviously from all of these set photos we saw from The Mandalorian and how they use this specific picture background um, and how they're creating these backgrounds on The Mandalorian, the technology on this show as it was with The Lion King and Jungle Book for Jon Favreau is higher than anything we've seen in television before. And so they, they know what they're doing with special effects and you know digital and just all these things going on. So it shouldn't be that difficult for them. But their translation from a character who has lived on animation and you know has grown and loved and been hated on animation at times, it's hard to translate sometimes. And so I think that that could possibly confuse some people. But for me, it all comes down to how much you use practical compared to how much you use the VFX. Because with The Mandalorian, obviously we know that the budgets are high. And some of the rumors are saying that it's just a cameo, that it may just be something for a spinoff down the road, and we'll get to that later on. Um, if it is that, it allows them to use a big chunk of money for her character piece and how she looks and how she moves and all that type of stuff. Because in action, more than likely, especially with the Jedi, you're going to have to make some stuff digital. You're going to have to, especially the way Ahsoka fights. We talked about it last week on the Fandalorian Club. Jacob, I brought up how she fights yeah. for the Mandalorian Club or for the Fandalorian Club in the last week episodes of Clone Wars. And so Rosario Dawson or whoever plays her can't physically do that. It's hard to, to create that on screen and make it look real. And so you have to be able to translate it and use enough money to make it look right. And I think that as long as they find a happy medium and in between of the two, I think we'll be okay. And, you know, once we see official photo or if this is even true, again, we're going to take this with a grain of salt. We're just kind of speculating here. But once we see that photo, I'll get a better sense of how it's going to look in live action. But for right now, we've talked about it you know, for years now. I do think that she can make the transition. It's just all it's all it's all based on who's behind the character, and luckily Dave Filoni's involved. Yeah, I, I you keep saying like money and stuff. I feel like if Disney is gonna do this, or Lucasfilm, whoever, there's gonna be like almost like an infinity symbol next to money with when it comes to this character because this is. It's a big jump. Yeah, this is, <laughs> uh, without sounding too vulgar, this is ballsy for them to do it. It's, I mean, this is someone that you, if you mess this up, people are going to come for heads. Um, luckily, uh, in my opinion, I don't think that she personally is going to be that difficult to put on the screen physically. She's a human looking minus the headpiece part. Yeah, it's just all body body paint. Yeah, and I mean, look at uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. Mm -hmm. That's literally almost exactly what she probably will look like, except orange, with some type of headpiece. And to be honest, when looking at her, I mean... Her, I don't know what they're called. The her, uh, the part of her head, it it almost does kind of look like a headpiece. Yeah, the way it has like what looks like a crown almost. And well, and we have to keep in mind what time period this is for the Ahsoka. This is when she has the most of that headpiece. Yeah, she exactly. she's at her most mature, and so it's not the Clone Wars kind of um, growing headpiece. It's the full length, big one that we saw. It's even bigger than what we saw in Rebels because yeah. it's. What is it? Oh, that's right. It, it like grows with uh, them, right? And so it, it, it gets bigger as they get and older. The last time we saw her, which was yeah. this time period, or at least a few years beforehand, she had a hood on, and so we didn't actually see how big it was at that point. Yeah. And so it could look very different and much bigger compared to when we saw it last time in Rails. But you are right. It's something that can literally probably just like place on her when she's standing and talking in a scene. Yeah, because I mean, other than that, she's an orange person mm -hmm. with face paint. Essentially, like she's not going to be Bosk where it's like, OK, how do we do you need this? a full head? And all yeah, that type of stuff. it's yeah. literally you're creating a lizard person. So, I mean, I like that in the sense of they'll probably stick to more realistic. They're not going to like 
make her a completely digital like rocket raccoon type situation where it's completely... which i would love to see because that would allow ashley Eckstein. <laughs> yeah so would i but um <laughs> but i mean luckily she's she's not gonna be a baby yoda where it's you have to figure out do we want to use a, mm-hmm. a a fake one do we want to make it computer images for the most part she's just an orange person with a hat yeah that's so true. i mean Good point. Good point. so that that does help i feel like that situation a little bit more jacob yeah i don't think it's going to be too difficult at all to be honest like brian said it's it's basically all practical i actually do think they will uh cgi the the top of her head on though i think she'll be wearing something uh where they can add cgi on afterwards and do it because i think it's going to be very difficult let's say there's an action scene where she's running or something and that whatever's on the top of her head is going to be bobbing or it's going to fall off so maybe in the standing talking scenes it's practical but in the action scenes it's cg and they've done mixtures like that before baby yoda's a mixture of practical and cg so I think they'll be fine, and it it's not going to be... It's not like it's Hulk on screen the whole time. So I think it's going to be easier, easy for them to do. I'm curious, though, because this is a, at a time where... This is where Jedi don't necessarily have to hide anymore. It, it, you know, and because it's after Return of the Jedi, and maybe they still want to be secretive, but I don't know if they can pull that thing, well, she has to hide that she's a Jedi. Or that she's force sensitive, or whatever she is. I don't think they have to do that. So is she gonna? Are we gonna see like we just saw in the most recent episode of the Clone Wars? Is she gonna be hiding her force abilities or not? And that'll play into how how much action she's a part of and stuff. Uh, but I think it's gonna be fine. They're called head tails. Head tails. Head tails. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Are they yeah, really? Just that makes sense. Up. And I was gonna say, if you look at a, a Twi'lek. That we've seen in live action several times, yeah. and I'm sure haven't we seen Ahsoka's Ahsoka's race on live action before? Uh, not, not in the, in the uh, background. In the background, yeah. yes. Uh, well, Shock T, Shock T, yeah. uh, the Jedi that infamously died in every deleted scene in Episode Three ever. Um, she is Ahsoka's and video, race and video games and video games. Yeah, she is Ahsoka's race. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which I wonder how they did that. The Tagruda. The Tagruda. Yeah, I wonder how they did her headpiece because. Um, or how they took care of that Back character. Back then, they probably just slapped one on well, her. Well, with George Lucas, they probably just put her, put her in a green suit and did what they did with her. Maybe. Exactly, I'm sure. <laughs> um, okay, guys, let's move on to uh, the part that we were talking about a little bit earlier with Rosario Dawson and Ashley Eckstein. Obviously, when this report came out, it didn't just say Ahsoka Tano cameo, ca- making a cameo in Mandalorian Season 2. It said Mandalorian Season 2 is going to feature Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Now, this is a big statement, yes. obviously, because the entire time we've done Ahsoka, Ashley Eckstein, the incredible voice, actri- voice actress of Ashley Eckstein, has voiced this character and solidified herself herself as one of the greatest Star Wars ambassadors during that time, yeah. right? Brian mentioned it earlier. She's not just Ahsoka on screen, but she's Ahsoka off screen. She embodies the character in, in what a lot of fans enjoy about Star Wars. She's po- She has Tano Tuesdays. Like, she's posting... All of these things about Star <laughs> she, Wars. Every she single-handedly day. like represented yes. women in Star Wars yes. and brought an equalism of women and men Star Wars fans. Yes, and so during all these conversations about whether or not Ahsoka should be brought on screen, all, obviously it's always talked about it was about whether Ashley should play her or not. And so when it came out that Rosario Dawson was going to play her, it kind of split the audience a little bit. Um, some people understand. Some people kind of go up in an uproar. Um, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. First of all, let's just kind of talk about Rosario Dawson. You guys kind of already gave your thoughts a little bit about not really seeing her as the character. For me personally, um, for a while now, she is one of the few people I do see as the character. Um, I think that Rosario Dawson is a name, but she's not a gigantic name. Like that art came out about Brie Larson playing her. I wouldn't see. Want, I wouldn't have liked that. I w- I don't want a big, you know, blockbuster name playing the character because. I want the character to be forefront rather than the actress that plays her. Um, and Rosario Dawson is known in the community like we are in, the, the circle that we're in. She's incredible. Like Jacob mentioned the stuff that she's in. But as far as the average audience goes, they're going to be like, oh, wait, that girl was in Daredevil, but they're not going to know her name. And Presumably so, in two. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I do think that she can play this character. She's the right age, first of all. 
right? She might be a little older in real life, but she can play down a little bit because she's stunning looking as an as, as an actress. Well, she'll and be she's older young too. Looking. Yeah, and um, I, and we've seen Rosario Dawson do action in the past. Like she's done that type of action at least enough to where you can embody wielding a lightsaber for a split second, and then you go to a little bit of VSX or you Stunt like double. Yeah, just whatever. And so, um, I never had like. I never had like an exact name I wanted to play her because, you know, I, we talked about it. Ashley Eckstein was kind of always in the back of my head. Like I would always love to see her playing it, but she's kind of had more voice work in, the, in her career. And so how does that translate on screen as far as physical goes? Um, so there was never like a name that stood out to me. So when people started throwing yep. around the name of Rosaria Dawson, it kind of just like clicked with me a little bit. Um, she wasn't like a ultimate number one or the best choice out there but when you throw around a name and you kind of look at the characters a little bit i can just see her playing the character because i like what she does on screen and like i said she's not like this gigantic big blockbuster name that's gonna take over the character like um like a brie larson would you know i i think that um you know you get a name who's well known in the business who is capable of holding her name holding her own as a lead character a big character but someone who isn't going to overtake it like you know, with the press and the fact Brie that... Larson. Yeah, like Brie Larson would, exactly. And so um, I, I do think, and again, anybody can play any character. It's just all about how you embody that character. And we may not see it now, but who knows? Maybe if she does show up in this season and you two see the character and you're like, oh my God, you're, you're I was wrong. Like, I was wrong. Like, she crushed it as a character. <laughs> and so we may never know um, because we may never see her. But if we do see her, we're just going to have to wait and see until it happens. Yeah, I mean... I. I'm hopefully optimistic. Like, obviously, I'm rooting for this to be the best possible thing. I'm not a Star Wars fan that's like, oh, it's done. It's crap. It's, she's cast, whatever. Like, the negative. I I love Ashley Eckstein. Like, I adore her. Would She's always going to be my number one choice because she is Ahsoka. But I'm not going to bash rosario dawson because i don't know how she's gonna do it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna already be upset before i even see it i mean you could say uh, that about the mandalorian when people it's like oh there's no lightsabers in it like uh, whatever mm-hmm. there's gotta be yeah but <laughs> it's like you're already making it negative and then look at how great it comes out mm-hmm. so for me it's like yeah I would love to see Ashley Eckstein because that's that's who I imagine. That's Ahsoka. That's who I'm always going to, for the most part, imagine uh, being Ahsoka. But I'm not going to already start hating Rosario Dawson because it's not her. Unless I see her, she's crap, and she's and then, yeah, then obviously I'll be upset. But to already be judging and stuff it it's stupid and i think star wars fans do that too much classic star wars fans. um so and <laughs> i completely 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 agree with you on the fact that she should not be a name that steals the whole entire show a name like brie larson would steal away from the character the probably the show um i mean and she already has negative hate to her rosario dawson whether or not it's justified it's i that's a whole different topic but no one no one's out there going like oh rosario dawson ruined that one movie she's the worst now she's gonna go ruin this she's not she's not she's good in everything she's in yeah, I mean, like, she, she's not a name that people can, like... I keep using Brie Larson just because she was going to be... Or she... People were saying she was going to be... Yeah, there was that... There, there was a fan art piece that came out, and they and they put her yeah. as Ahsoka. Yeah. But the, it also kind of works with what I'm saying, because people hate on her for Captain Marvel. Hate on her. Like, no other superhero... For no exactly, reason. For... for like, she that is probably one of the most, like, people bash on characters. And, of course, it's a woman, right? So, and look at exactly how it is right now. 
people were like, oh no, it's another, it's, it's stupid. I am not going to judge until I see it for myself and form my own opinion. Will Ashley Eckstein be my number one choice? Yes, always. She is Ahsoka. Um, because if, if they put Ashley Eckstein in it and she's bad, that's still Ahsoka. So I'm, I'll hold off on my judgment of Rosario Dawson being Ahsoka. Um, but uh, if she, she she kills it, she kills it. I'm excited. She's not a bad actress. Like, there's so many more worse choices than this. And, I mean, we've heard her speak in the past. She's, she has an appreciation for the character, which is nice because we can at least get on board with that. She's not some random person like, yeah, I get to play a, a, a person with a lightsaber. Like, she knows. And I'm sure Ashley Eckstein's gonna help her in some way. So to prejudge it, it's it's too early. And it's not even confirmed yet. So if she's if she is it, great. I hope it comes out as best as possible. If not, then we're wasting our breath. <laughs> Jacob, any last thoughts? <laughs> um well I have no doubt in my mind that Rosario, Rosario Dawson is going to do a great job at this. I guarantee you she's going to watch, if this is true, I guarantee you she's going to watch every episode of The Clone Wars that Ahsoka's in and every episode of Rebels that Ahsoka's in and understand who the character is and understand how the character acts and understand how her mannerisms and the way she speaks. I do think that'll happen. And I do think, I don't think... Ashley Eckstein is going to be salty about this. I think she's going to embrace it and be happy that the character is going to live action and that Rosario Dawson is playing her because I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen Ashley Eckstein act in a live action movie. And I don't know if she can. So acting in voice acting and live action acting is way different. They're, They're not the same. And just because you do one doesn't mean you can do the other. And live action actors can't just come in and be great voice actors either so i don't know if they want to go with someone who's not a proven actor on screen so i'm totally okay with ashley Eckstein not playing her i would have been okay with her doing it as well but i don't necessarily want her i just want i just kind of wanted an unrecognizable face in a way because even though look Brie, the only reason Brie Larson is such a huge name is because of Captain Marvel and Avengers. If she didn't do those two movies, uh, like, random audience members wouldn't know who she is by name. The nerd to, world. Honestly, if I if I say to my uncle, hey, you know who Brie Larson is? He's going to say no. And I'm going to say, do you know, remember Captain Marvel, the girl in the Avengers? And he's going to say, oh, yeah, her. So people don't really know her point. that well other outside of those movies. But Rosario Dawson is, I think Rosario Dawson has been working for about over 20 years in Hollywood and she's a recognizable face. So I think that's what kind of gets me. But I do think she's going to do a great job. And I guarantee you, Ashley Eckstein is all for it. Yeah, I I think I have to agree with you. I think that uh, Ashley Eckstein, you know, I'm sure she would obviously want to play the character. Um, Of course. I do think that uh, if she probably understands the logistics as to why. Maybe that she's not playing the character, and um, like you said, she'll probably embrace being there and helping uh, Rosario Dawson or whoever's playing her um, make sure that that person knows who Ahsoka is through and through, along with Dave Filoni by her side as well. So it definitely yes. with Dave yeah, Filoni definitely yeah. definitely helps. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't see them not having her involved in some way because first off, it'd be disrespectful i mean like i said she's this character and if i'm rosario dawson i would want someone like her around that is literally been living this character for the last how many years at least 10 oh 15 Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean she she's got to be involved in it in some capacity agreed all right well let's get on to the uh the juicy part of the Ahsoka story. Um, yes. We're moving on from uh, the speculation and talking about the actor, actress, excuse me. Um, and we're just going to, we're going to go straight into discussing the rumor and what could happen if it is in fact true. And so the questions that I have written down here are why the Mandalorian? 
how does she fit into it story-wise and with what characters? Now, we don't have to answer those <laughs> uh, exactly, but it kind of gives us an idea as to what we want to talk about. Um, I, I mean, I don't want mine to be taken, but I will allow my guests to go first. No, um, no, no, no. I think uh, <laughs> I think you... The one time we'll let you go first because it okay, is a so. So here's look at so, see he just goes straight for um, her. <laughs> yeah, I mean you gave me the okay, so why not? Um, yeah, it's like when I went first on the Lord. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, um, you, you got your first. you get your one. <laughs> piece so there there was a, a report, uh, an added to the report saying that this was essentially a cameo and that it could possibly set up a spinoff series, um, uh. A spinoff series for her live action spinoff series. We'll talk about that after this. Um, but if it is in fact just a cameo, and let's say it's one episode, say we just see her for a split second, which would would add credence to why we never heard about this during filming because it did end filming like two weeks ago. It finished. It was done, and so and then we heard about it afterwards. Um, a small day cameo or something would make sense. Mm-hmm. And leading back to weeks ago or maybe even months ago when a said named Katie Sackoff posted an Instagram post about how she did something very special and how it meant a lot to her. Crap, I didn't even think about this. And how we get the Darksaber in season one (laughs) and how we hear about the season Mandalore in season one. I believe that this, if this is in fact true, that this cameo is none other than a flashback to the season Mandalore from the Clone Wars we're about to see animation. Oh, wow. And it's Ahsoka and Bo-Katan versus Moff Gideon and the Empire. And possibly even a live-action Rex as well. Boom, boom, boom. There wow. it is, guys. I didn't even think that, about a flashback. I think it's a flashback to the Siege of Mandalore. And we see Ahsoka wow. from the time in the Clone Wars we're about to see right now. With Bo-Katan by her side. With Captain Rex. Facing off against the Empire on Mandalore. Okay. Here's my thing. That would mean they would lose. Who says they can't? Doesn't mean they have to die. Wouldn't Darth Maul be there at some point? Yeah, that... I, Not I get what uh, Brian is saying because we know Mop Gideon gets away with the mm-hmm. Darksaber. So that means they were able to stop or outsmart Ahsoka somehow, which... That's going to be crazy to see, but who knows? I mean, Moff Gideon's a very capable guy, so not not that he's Force-sensitive or anything like that, but we've seen non-Jedi or non-Sith or non-Force users beat Jedi before, and so it, it, it's definitely she's possible. She's not a Jedi. Yes, well, she is at this point. She's she didn't all the Jedi. You know what I mean when I say Jedi. <laughs> there, I'm not going to say Force user every time, but I... Uh, I didn't even think about a flashback because that makes so much sense because if you introduce her in modern times, then you're like, okay, you got to figure out a way to send her well, off. I have, I have an idea she for doing that as well. This whole time. But I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, my other. idea takes place in modern, in, you know, the timeline of the man. Yeah, I, so you guys were talking about how, uh, that means that she would have to lose. Um, I would say that she doesn't necessarily have to lose or be outsmarted. What if something else takes more of importance, like saving a Captain Rex or saving a Bo-Katan and letting them get away and just simply saying, we lost this battle, but we're not going to lose the war. And she thinks she may get another chance. Or maybe, in fact, they do lose. I mean, there's that possibility. Because we know that the Mandalorians, they lose Mandalore. The Empire takes it over. So we know that they lose already. So if Ahsoka is there, or if she's there maybe at the beginning... And maybe she feels Order 66 and she goes off or something and it's just them. I don't know, but I don't – the losing aspect or you know them or her being – that doesn't bother me as much because we already know that that happened. And if they throw Ahsoka into the fold and she's in fact there, then so be it. And maybe that's why she went into hiding for so long or she became Fulcrum or, or whatever. Like That could be a lead into what we know with her in Rebels as well. And um, I just I think personally a flashback works a little bit more story wise, um, and as far as the characters as well because you know she could obviously run into to Dinjar and like who knows she can run into anybody that he meets we know that but she fits better with a character like Bo-Katan and we've been saying for a while that that character could possibly show up in a flashback on the Siege of Mandalore. And if you throw in Ahsoka, you throw in a Captain Rex, and you throw in Moff Gideon when he's there. Who's the actor? Who plays uh, Jango Fett? 
Oh god, what's his name? He was an Aquaman. Let me look up his name real quick. He's he's the dad in Aquaman, but he will he should play Rex if they uh, do that. He'd be a clone. Oh duh. Obviously. Oh, he'd be younger though. He is yeah, the clone. I know. I well, they they they, <laughs> de- they de-aged though, him right? in Aquaman. Yeah, they could de-age him. I was thinking Rebels Rex. He would be perfect to play. Uh, his Rebels name is Tamura Tamura Morrison. Yes, I I would love to right? see him That'd come be back awesome. if they do That'd that. Be awesome. All right, uh, you guys, you guys' thoughts. You move on to your your theorizing stories. I have my theory. Go ahead. Um, my theory is that she is the one that is going to take away Baby Yoda. That she, that e- either okay. some, in some capacity, Baby Yoda cannot stay with him. He's caught. It's too much work, too much trouble, something. And he's trying to figure out some safe way, not to get rid of it, but like help it. Because obviously, these things age at like a snail's pace can, yeah. to a human. So um, my, I have a feeling that at some point, probably the end, sh- maybe she's this person he's trying to get the baby to. While uh, Moff Gideon is trying to get back the baby, uh, ascent, maybe that's where this lightsaber fight comes in at the end. He finally finds them. She finally shows up to take it. Hence our battle right there. And then at the very end, she's this... I mean, who, who else in Star Wars, top three... Are we going to trust to take something as precious to us as uh, the child? The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka. Okay, one's dead, <laughs> one hasn't, and that leaves Ahsoka. So, I mean, so I, because that way, it, it one, gives us Ahsoka in live action. Two, they, I mean, they don't. That if it is a a short cameo, there's your short cameo. She's showing up at the end, kind of like what Rebels did when they revealed she was Fulcrum, um, uh, and then that finally gives us this conclusion to the child. Because let's be honest, as much as we love the child, I I highly doubt that they're gonna stick together throughout this whole entire thing. So this would kind of give it, and she almost kind of like looks angelic at the end of rebels when she's going off with this all white and stuff ahsoka the light yeah it just seems so like there's your reference jacob yeah (laughs) and and she she knows the yoda and she knows the race or the species so that would make sense and maybe baby yoda and he transfers over from the mandalorian to an ahsoka live action series and we still get a baby Yoda. Oh, and he's her apprentice. Oh shoot! <laughs> well, I just, added, I just added another layer to that, you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's Dude, that was that'd be insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that yeah, that was where I I came up with my idea. She just kind of like comes in that maybe it's that... fluid. It's it's fluid, and, and if those are that second report of it saying like, oh, it's a backdoor pilot for her own episode. That's kind of a shimmy into her own, like, a lot of people, you know, I had mentioned the Resistance broadcast, they were talking about how one of them said that they think that this is the way Star Wars can explore the, the, uh, the Outer Rim, the wild space, the, the lost regions. Um, you do it through Ahsoka, because where does she go in this time frame? Like, like what is she doing? And you can even attach Baby Yoda to that, like, maybe... Maybe that species planet is like on the edge of is from wild yeah, like, space like on the edge of the Star Wars galaxy yeah. of what we know, and she has to travel, and it's kind of like a little buddy cop adventure, or not a buddy cop, but a buddy adventure between these two characters doing these things, trying to get out there to find this place, and it's through Ahsoka's eyes. Like it very well could be. It'd be it'd be very interesting. Yeah, I just see it. It kind of almost works perfectly as him trying to find this person. Yeah, to that's can take care of it we'll definitely find out in the first episode 
if someone says like, oh, you need to find so-and-so, and it yeah. could be like, oh, he's looking for this person, and it could be Ahsoka. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my thought process. Yeah, and it makes so much sense because if the Mandalorian, if she shows the Mandalorian that she's Force-sensitive, and that's probably who he wants yes. him, the child mm-hmm. to be with. You know, and maybe he trusts her to find his home. And she could, which I could totally see. And she could probably sense Baby Yoda at this point anyway. Like, if she's the all powerful Ahsoka at this point, like we saw at the end of Rebels, she has that ability, like a Yoda, to sense other Force users out there. Because there's not a lot of them. Yeah, she sensed Ray. There's Luke. She sensed Ray. I mean, there's a lot of, not a lot, there's only a certain amount of them out there at this point. Luke, Leia, and her, from what we know, right? Those are the only three from what we know at this point that are out there at this time period. And so we may learn of more. Yeah. But from what we know of the movies and the, and the TV series so far, Luke, Leia, and Ahsoka are the only three Force users at this time period in Star Wars. And so that means that she could probably sense them because at this point, she is the most powerful Force user in the galaxy. She's more powerful than Luke at this point. I just see her... St- stomping the staff right? i would agree yeah so it it's definitely it's definitely a, a strong theory i'd have to agree with that one so it it honestly makes me so giddy that ahsoka <laughs> is alive and around during the same time same time that luke is right that's crazy the, the, yeah, if yeah if this is in modern yes. day if this is in the current yes. times so for me i always imagined this and this is the most exciting thing to talk about with this whole story is if she does appear why and how and i imagine that it happens in current times so in the same timeline of the mandalorian season two after we see the mandalorian face moff gideon however much time is afterwards and i think that the dark saber is going to play a huge role in season two i think he i don't know if the mandalorian knows what it is or how important it is uh but I think he's going to find out. And I think... So how far after Return of the Jedi is the end of Rebels season... The last season of Rebels? Do we know officially? Uh, It's within a year. Yeah, it's... It's, okay. it's within a year because so, Sabine was talking about how they just won the war and everyone's kind of off doing their thing. And, yeah. Yeah, it's within a year. So if we see Ahsoka in the Mandalorian timeline, which is six years after Return of the Five, Jedi... but yes... Uh, five. Okay. Uh, well, who knows when season t- exactly two takes exactly. place? But uh, so then Ahsoka might have already gone with Sabine to look for Ezra and Thrawn, and then came mm-hmm. back. <laughs> that's probably what Sabine happened. Might even be with. Them. So mm-hmm. I. That's exactly oh, where sorry. I was going. Sorry. I think Sabine is going to show up in this season. I agree with Ahsoka. Agree. The Mandalorian's going to say, "Hey, this dude has a dark." black lightsaber and Sabine's gonna be like oh hell no let's go get that with Ahsoka and that's how it all boils down and can you imagine the Mandalorian and Sabine just flying side by side just back to back taking out ships or whatever they're gonna be doing droids I just that gets me so excited so I think that's how it's gonna play into it because it makes so much sense Sabine was the holder of the darksaber at some point she knows the significance of it so and the last time we saw Ahsoka in this timeline, she was with Sabine. So it all kind of ties in and makes sense. And how cool would that be to get a live action Sabine as well? And I don't know. I don't. I've never seen the actress who voices she, her. Uh, she. She. She's uh, Indian, and so you could you could do it. You. So she. Do you guys remember? Yeah. Or they cast someone yeah, else. Yeah. You guys remember the the Google movie with Vince Vaughn, and um. Uh. uh and, yeah. Uh, the yes, the internship. You know the interns? the young girl. That uh, was that was kind of had a hookup with Dylan O'Brien in the group. I think so. that's I think that's so. the girl that voices her. That's her. Okay, it's possible that she could play her, or just like they do with Ahsoka, if it is Rosario Dawson, they just get another actress to play her. But either way, I definitely think story wise, it all ties in. But honestly, story wise, all three of our theories make sense. Yeah, I, I like yours a lot because I, I was also thinking to myself if it was in modern day. More than likely, Sabine will be with her. Um, yeah, and and I I had a I had an absolutely wild idea of of her um, of her being involved in this somehow, and then it kind of you know I played with the backdoor idea of it being her backdoor pilot. Um, 
we know that from the Rise of Skywalker, Luke kind of went on this mission for stuff, right? He was hunting down the Sith Wayfinder. He was kind of doing this thing, like, almost in a way... He was like a relic hunter. Yeah, he was slowly kind of, like, unfolding Palpatine's plan, right? What if there was someone else before him that he picked up that trail from? And what if it was someone like Ahsoka Tano? What if she figured out... Or found something that put her on a trail of someone like a Palpatine's, you know, plan. Or she felt something in the force of the Sith. Or, you know, she met someone that, you know, slipped the tongue or something. I mean, what if Ahsoka started this journey and she met Luke somehow and Luke followed and picked up that journey from her leading to the events of the sequel trilogy? And maybe that's how Ray heard Ahsoka's voice through Luke because of her connection through Luke. Like, what if like it's a wild, it's Possible. a wild idea. What, trust me, wild idea. But that would that would open up the doors to a straight Jedi Force Sith mythology series with Ahsoka leading to all of this. <laughs> and we know. So you're saying Luke Luke would be in that maybe, series? Maybe, maybe. Oh. And we know how much Filoni loves no, dealing I, with the mythology of the Jedi and the Sith. That would be a dream. Like Filoni true. loves dealing with that stuff. Um, and so that's that's. I mean. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Hmm. I like that all three of us had different ones. Yeah. I also was wondering if this is Filoni's if this is Filoni's way of doing the Star Wars Rebel sequel series, but in live action. I mean Possibly. I mean we, we we've kind of talked about that before, before Ahsoka was what, even mentioned well, to be. What, in this what if how long have we been hearing that the sequel is coming the end of this year. What what if what if the live act or the the sequel series to Star Wars Rebels turns into a live action series and we see a live action Ahsoka, Sabine, Ezra, and Thrawn all in one series together? I will lose my ever loving mind if I see Thrawn. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can throw Hera again, in there again, and this is how they explore wild space. Jason Syndulla. This is how they 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 explore yes. the outer rim. And you know they left Ezra out of that. Um, I am all the Jedi exactly. at the end of Rise of Skywalker exactly. for a reason. They definitely left him Which out. Which means for a he's reason. alive. Yeah. Uh, how far are you Not guys? A, how far no. are you guys on the book? You already know novelization. You guys aren't at the end yet, huh? He hasn't even started it. Not too far. So no. there, there is clarification on I, I am all the Jedi scene in the book, and it's it leaves some very interesting questions for that. Okay. For certain things. I'll just leave it at that. We're gonna do a full episode on that. Just in the future when we're all finished with it but there is clear clarification on that moment so i'll just leave it oh, at that crap. wow i need to hurry up and get there then it's it's very interesting <laughs> crap um all right guys well any last any last theories thoughts on our theories backdoor pilot ideas about it being a live action series for her um ready to go i'm glad we i'm so glad we have <laughs> something like this to talk about let, let me ask this do uh each both of you um do you think that if she does have a cameo again if giant if where does it where does it happen in the series is it early middle mine. or end i already told you mine. so yours is the last episode yeah jacob i think it'll be in in the middle towards the end basically like 75 percent the way through and because uh, I, it's possible she shows up for one episode, and that whole episode is a mission with, with her and Sabine or something. Mm -hmm. And if if not, then it's gonna be the last couple episodes, the season finale. But I could see it like seventy five percent the way through, and then they really let the end of the season be about the Mandalorian and the child, possibly. So sticking with my theory about being about it being a flashback in the Siege of Mandalore, I think it happens in the first three episodes. Possibly because they might want to answer some questions about the dark saber right away, mm -hmm. and maybe it's it's someone yeah, like maybe that. maybe it's the armorer telling the Mandalorian about the siege of Mandalore, and that's when it happens. Like he goes to her to learn like what is this dark saber, like what is this thing, and she tells the history to him of the dark saber, and that's where we get the siege of Mandalore. Well, he never saw it, but what if he will oh, in the first yeah. episode? What I'm saying is he, he he'll eventually see it. Yeah. And she'll, and I hope the armor is back. She's badass, but 
maybe she's the one that kind of explains that to him and we get this whole flashback sequence or full episode who knows it's gonna be wild yeah that could be i could see that being a whole episode kind of like on clone wars when they would do Mm -hmm. random episodes like that agreed um, all right, guys. Well, uh, I think that may conclude our Ahsoka Tano uh, conversation. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? No. Just I just want to say, Rosario Dawson, I hope it's true. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, we got him. We got him. We got him. We got him? We good? We froze. Okay, we're good. All right. I don't hear it. Oh. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I hear good. you guys. Good. Oh. Uh, Brian, you good? Any last thoughts? No. Uh, just curious to see if it's true or not yeah me too um i don't think we'll hear anything of it for quite a while unfortunately um i wouldn't be surprised if disney stays completely shut until the season uh premieres if this is true can you imagine the secret she's holding to her chest (laughs) yeah god yeah well i mean honestly look look i think um i i do think that if disney stays quiet and it continues to be unconfirmed that it is true I think they would probably come out and say that no, or that she, and yeah, no, I think that yeah. that's probably the case, but who knows with this stuff, I mean, it's all kind of just crazy Hollywood business stuff, so who knows what they're really doing. It's true. Um, but it's definitely exciting times. Good thing they finished filming, because if they didn't, they would have shut down but production, a, so that means... Kudos kudos to them for keeping that completely quiet while filming, if they did do that. Oh Absolutely. my god, you know what yeah. just there's a possibility that Taika could direct Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano <laughs> with yeah. Dave Filoni. That'd be wild. That'd be wild. I, I think it would be very unfair if Dave Filoni didn't direct the Ahsoka Tano episode. Yeah. I would true. say that. Oh, you know 100% <laughs> Dave Filoni is directing that yeah. episode. He, he or John Favreau for sure. One of the two. One of the two. I hope it would be him. I, I hope it would be Filoni for sure too. Or Deborah Chow, the Siege of Mandalore. Oh, Tony Dude. can start with me. Hopefully, hey, hopefully Ahsoka's in more than one episode, so all Agreed. of them can direct her. Or at least a that's, few. That's a, that's a good statement to go off of. All right, guys. Well, that is this yes. week's Padawan Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us, as always. We really, really appreciate it. Um, you guys can find us not just on YouTube, where you can leave your comments on the entire Ahsoka Tano saga, as we're going to call it, because this story is for sure not done. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, share, subscribe, as always. We really, really appreciate the subscriptions. You guys can also find us on audio form as well. So Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, just search Apocalypse Movies or Padawan Podcast and it'll pop right up. Um, you guys can also find us on Twitter and Instagram where we are posting all of our videos and interacting daily as well as our personal accounts, which you can find right below. And so for Mr. Granny Almosino, Obi-Wan Jacoby, and Qui-Gon Jake, this is the Padawan Podcast. We thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. And may the force be with you.